Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Language Connection podcast. This podcast is a series of conversations relevant to our English students. As well as being good listening practice, we hope that some of the ideas from the people living around the world resonate with you, even if it's just a little. I'm Luke, one of the directors here in Language Connection Bolivia, and you may know today's guest, Giselle Ayob, from her work in theatre, TV and modelling in Santa Cruz. Giselle is Bolivian, but currently works as an actress in Los Angeles, USA. In our conversation, we talk about her journey into the creative arts in another country, about dedicating yourself to your craft, about seizing opportunities when they come your way, and how we both agree that working as a waiter at some point in your life is an important life experience. So, let's get to meet her. Hello, Giselle. Hello, how are you, Look, Doing very well, thank you. So this is Santa Cruz calling. Where in the world are you? I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, but you're not originally from Los Angeles. No, 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 not at all. I'm, I'm from Bolivia. Well, I was 17 when I came here and I did um, school last year, college, and then moved back. And now... Um, what do you do? I'm an actor, TV host and model. I came here, I placed myself following the, the um, advice that a friend of mine gave me. First, accommodate yourself you know, find your, your spot where you want to live, make it nice, find a job that is a nice job, and then go to school and then go to castings. Because I think that's one of the mistakes that people make when they come here. They come directly to work, thinking that they have experience. And yes, I do know I have 10 years of experience in Bolivia and I was working, but here you have to be patient. So that's how I placed myself and I came to study and I thought, okay, I have three years to be patient because I'm going to be in school and then I just going to figure out how everything goes. Okay. So get yourself sorted, make yourself a home in the new location and then do the more advanced stuff. When did you know that you wanted to dedicate your life to being an actor? <laughs> I find out that acting was my first love when I was in the third year, third year of psychology. I was studying psychology and through my university years, I was a model. I was working as a model. So because of I, was, I was working as a model, one of the um, most important directors in Bolivia called me to be in one of his productions uh, because you know they were putting one model there. And I was a model that would learn some lines and do some participation. And then I just fall in love with it. Like, what am I doing? Next year I graduate. Oh no. So I thought, okay, let's just finish my, my career and then move on to acting. Because between the two uh, jobs, more or less I was in acting for six months. So it really got me hooked. So next year I finished, I graduated, I started working. And then um, one of the, of the channels that used to interview me as a model, um, they saw one interview that I did about an event that we have. And the person that was supposed to interview us was late, but they needed to go somewhere else. So they asked me if I could do the interview to myself and to the other one. So I was like, yeah, of course, why not? You know, playing around. I didn't know that my playing around would actually get me a job. 
because then because of that they call me they make me a casting and they hire me so i have free time now i left the my job as a psychology because i was working already in a bank in human resources monday to saturday and i was offered a job in tv from 10 in the morning to 12 nice. and then i have this whole free time and it will <laughs> pay me not double three times more that i earn as a psychologist and i have this thing with acting so i was like um do you need time to think i'm like <laughs> no where, where are the papers are we signing now you know wow okay so you never know when these acti- the, when these opportunities are gonna strike i'm sure another opportunity similar to it would have also happened but you were ready in that moment to to pounce on that opportunity when it came to you i think opportunities come to your life uh when you provoke them what i mean by that you know by working towards your objective and always thinking that you have to be open with your mind and with your ears and and with your choices so that's what i think that they come to you when you are ready for them and you shouldn't let them go so in other words, you're, you create your own luck in a way. Luck is not just something so. that happens to you. I, I, I seriously think that, that we create our, our life. It's our decision. We have free will. You know, it's like I was there going to do something and then the opportunity came and I took it. Even though I was the shy person ever. Insecure and shy as you won't imagine. Really? Oh, yeah. I was oh, yeah. going to ask you how nervous you felt in, in, in the initial stages of having a photo taken, being a Magnifica, being on TV interviews. Oh, no. Super, super, super self-conscious, um, timid, insecure, everything you can think about it. Yeah. Um, and then when, when the TV came, I didn't know anything about TV hosting. Okay, they were going to teach me. But I already burned my eyelashes, as you say in Spanish. <laughs> Me quemé las pestañas. <laughs> uh-huh. So, five years working and studying. And I was ready. And I love psychology. Seriously love. I use it all my, all my life because that's the way I think. I'm very analytical. Right. So, I was ready. I have my job. I have everything. And then I fell in love with acting. I was like, What? I have been working four years to get this one. How am I going to do with acting if I'm a psychologist? I'm going to be super busy. I won't really have time to invest in acting. And what, am I going to have it as a, as a side thing, as a hobby? And I don't love it as a hobby. It, it seriously is part of myself in every piece of my, of my body. So that's how you take the opportunities. That's what I think. And then I... I I saw that my career was moving very quickly in Bolivia and working with the best ones. I mean, founding Ubaldo for me was a present, Ubaldo Nayar, a director in Bolivia. And starting with him, that he trusted me when I didn't know anything about acting and then teaching me all these techniques and everything and learning and and being part of the of, of Otero Moreno, I saw that my career was just going up and up and up and I will stay there and I will have my jobs and everything. But I still have that thing inside of me that I wanted to have more knowledge. I know experience give you a lot of knowledge. I needed techniques. I wanted to learn techniques. 
you know? And there is so much more that you can learn in, in a course of one week, two weeks, a month, you know, two years. I wanted to do it. It's, it's not the right way to say it, but to do it, well, let's say old fashioned. I was going to say I wanted to do it the right way, but no, there is no right way. You find your way. Old fashioned. Went to go to a school, learn more techniques, and going apply it in my work in Bolivia and wherever acting takes me. That shows a respect to the craft. Um, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what I'm hearing from you as you say that it's, you can go into, you, you can go into and be immediately successful as a TV host as you have. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you have a respect for what is, what is going on and the constant evolution of yourself as a professional. Exactly, exactly. I think respect for acting and for the craft, for the art, in all the genius that we have behind us that have led all these techniques that we can use, is just silly to leave it to, to leave it aside. You know, go if you don't go to if you don't go to school, go and learn it yourself. Buy the right books and go and learn it yourself. It's the same thing. But if you get the opportunity to go to school, go to a school. Because one thing that I have seen, um, especially in this market, in the States, um, I get into a cab, um, into an Uber. A lot, of, uh, a lot of Uber drivers are actors. Musicians, uh, writers, and, and actors usually here are Ubers, um, um, servers, bartenders. So you get to meet your colleagues in any moment. So I'm like, so how are you? I'm good. And, and what you do here? Oh, I'm an actress. Oh, me too. Oh, really? That's so nice. So we share the same profession. Yeah. And so, and what can I see you? He says to me. And I'm like, you won't see me in anything that you know here because everything that I have done is mostly in Bolivia mm-hmm. and in commercials here and short films, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I'm like, and what about you? Where can I see your, your work? He's like, oh, no, 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 I haven't done anything. But, um, but my friends told me that I have the um, capability of act, so I should be an actor. Okay. But he started the conversation telling me he was an actor. And I have heard this many times, even in Bolivia. After you do one short film, one spot, one movie, you are not an actor. Please <laughs> show some respect because a dentist... <laughs> When he, when you go and clean the teeth of your child, you're not a dentist. You know what I mean? It's like, you need knowledge. So yeah, I have a lot, a lot of um, respect for acting and and the knowledge that we need to have in order to really give something that is valuable to the people that come, take their time and pay their money to come and see you or buy your movie or go to the movies. So perhaps we need a more obvious name because identifying yourself within the creative arts industries can be a real headache. Um, as in you want to put yourself forward to dedicate yourself to the creative arts in general, but perhaps you don't want to feel like, well, I'm not an actor yet, but I have acted and therefore I am an actor in a loose sense, but then there's a more uh, definite sense that you just hinted at. We need some word in between. I think so. I think so, because I consider an actor a person that has experience, even if they were never go to school, but at least they have five years of experience. Then I do consider them an actor. If they have been acting frequently in five years, you know, 
then they're in actors, of course, because through through experience you learn. Um, or that have a study and then it's working. But just because you did two things and you have the features that you think are right, you're not an actor. You're an actor in training. Yes. Why not to say that? That's not bad, you know? No. I think there's that patience, that dedication that you have to go through to, to do these things. That's that's the journey. Like It's not just about the destination because, I mean, is there a specific point you want to get to as an actor? I'm guessing no. No, I just want to have acting all my life. Like if I will be asked right now to to picture my life in the ideal way is that I'm going to be 90 and I'm going to be acting, but it's just part of myself. So I cannot live without it. Let's say like that. So yeah, it's no ending. Um, so what would you say is the best project that you've worked on uh, since going to the States? And um, and what was that like? One of the, the two that, I, uh, that they touch me a lot, uh, first, the first job I have here, I, when I decided to come here and not go to, to Mexico, it was like because I grew up with TV novels, okay? So I was like, yeah, I grew up with TV novels, but I never felt that I was uh, drawn to it, you know? I never felt that. And then I accompanied one of my friends because he had a casting for Telemundo. And he did the casting and they are like, oh, because they know me. He used to work with them in, in Miami. So since they know him, the producers, they are like, hey, don't you know another um, Latin America actor here in LA? Because we're going to start shooting uh, Telemundo from LA and we want to know, we want to you know, expand our, our list. And, she, and he's like, oh, yes, I have experienced uh, actress right there. She's my friend. Oh, does she have her CV with her? I don't think so, but she can send it to you. Okay, so he comes out. Uh, and he tells me he wants to do you a uh, casting. I'm like, what? For what? Like, for what role? Like, I, I what? Okay. <laughs> so send your thing. So I send it right there and they, they hire me. So I was like, oh my God, how life is. When you <laughs> say, sometimes you say no to things or, or you don't really focus on them. If they have to get to you, they get to you. And there I was working for Telemundo. Uh, in Spanish when I moved yeah. to the States, you know, it was all so funny for me because I was like, okay, uh, I came to work in English, but and not in TV novels or Telemundo. Okay. <laughs> and there it was. Well, you got to roll with it. Yes. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Um, and the second one uh, that I really enjoy is uh, one commercial that I did for Tanker A is uh, Jing. And it was huge and it was everywhere. Uh, like, I don't know, 20 people told me here, I see you everywhere in Hulu and Netflix, no, not in Netflix, in Hulu and HBO and all of those. I was like, really? What? It became so big. And then it had a big world in one of the famous streets here, Sunset Boulevard. They, one of my friends just called me so excited, screaming like, you are in Sunset. And I'm like, where? You know, like, because 
I mean, I'm from Bolivia and I just arrived. I don't know what sunset, what is important. And Sunset but Boulevard yes. is massive. <laughs> and I was like, seriously? Where? Where? <laughs> so, yes. Um, so what advice would you give, um, say one of our students is listening, a teenage student who's interested um, in, in the arts in general, um, where would they start? Do they have to go to the United States of America to, to pursue that dream at the moment? Or is that just one of many options? I think it's one of many options. I actually think that I, no, I don't think, I, I know by statistics that I chose one of the hardest places to come because uh, I have friends that have go to Mexico and they have told me it's much more easier. It's more about, of course, being talented, but about your looks. So it's easier to get in there. But here, it's just so broad, so many that come here every single day that you have to be really, really patient. When you think about acting, get into the, the small circle that we have in Bolivia of actors can be challenging, yes. But I think it's 10 times easier than here. Okay. Because also it's 10 times smaller, mm -hmm. you know? Once you decide, you know for, for, for real that you want to be an actor, you have to be prepared and start working in yourself. Because contrary to other professions, everything that is in here will show. So if you are insecure, if you don't know how to accept rejection, because if they don't hire you and you have self-esteem problems, you're gonna think it's a, it's a rejection, which is not, you know? It's just, you're not the right one for that role, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, so it's about so, growing that thick skin, which is, which is useful for everything yeah. in life, right? Mm -hmm. And be prepared be to, to, to work hard. If you want to be good, work hard. Absolutely, absolutely. Was the language barrier a big problem? It is. It is. Um, I will say, if you want to come to the States, go to start learning English in Bolivia, for sure. But especially focus on your accent. Right now, for example, uh, that's my biggest issue. And that's the problem when you are older than 20 years old. Well, older than five years old. Mm -hmm. It's going to take you a little bit longer. And the more you grow up, the more longer it takes you. So you can always develop your accent. But I, I agree with you. Like the, the amount of uh, reward that you're going to get, the earlier you start, the, the more effective your accent training is going to be. Yes, for sure. What do you feel are the biggest differences between living in Bolivia and living in the United States, in LA? Your friends. I mean, it's so easy to make friends in Latin America, I will say, that in the States, it's not. If you don't, if you haven't grown up with them, or if you don't meet them at work, even if you meet them at work, you are together in that moment. But after you finish the work, you are not together because you are very busy doing other things. So yeah, those are big things that are different and that affects your life. That's one of the things that surprises people when I tell them about Bolivia and I say, well, why do you like living in Bolivia? It's like, because it's so welcoming. It, it's, it's Santa Cruz, especially um, just mm -hmm. that's where I've been. That's where I have experience is a very welcoming place. Um, and possibly it's because of the speed of, of how, how lives are led here. Um, you can get to know someone reasonably quickly. Um, and people are still open to that idea because they're not 
tremendously busy all the time. So yeah, it, it makes a difference. What are some of the jobs that you've done to support your acting career? Oh, I have been a hostess, uh, which, you know, uh, in a restaurant, in a hotel. I have been a server and I may go into Uber now. Who knows? It's the most flexible one. And, and, and going back to server, I will not do it anymore because eh, I don't know why people when it's hungry, they show you the worst of their personality. Um, <laughs> Although I do have a theory that says that everyone should be a waiter at some stage in their life. They should. They should All because you learn a lot. Yeah, in some kind of customer service role. Um, this is this is one of the only rules I'm going to give my kids way down the line. Yeah. You are going to have to work in you know, the retail or customer service or being yeah. a waiter at some point because it changes how you, well, hopefully you do it anyway, right? But mm -hmm. it changes how you treat waiters, how you treat people in retail um, in the future. Literally, literally, you um, you start valuing the work people do, you know, because if you are a person like can consider you are considerative to other ones, you know, you are because that's something that you feel. But it's different if on top of that, you are like that, you experience their job, mm -hmm. then you are like, Oh, it's not easy to be standing for seven hours running around with a heavy tray. <laughs> it's oh. difficult. It's a hard oh. job. And finally, um, just to close, for me, it sometimes seems that the creative arts and economies don't add up in, in the way that it, it, it can make a lot more sense to have different kind of jobs that you get paid for. But because acting and creative arts generally are so freelance based um, mm -hmm. that those things, it's almost as if it doesn't really exist. It, it finds it difficult to exist within society. Yet at the same time, a lockdown happens and then people like consume Netflix all day or turn towards art for inspiration to be entertained and suddenly expected to be there. Um, what are your thoughts on how this clash seems to always exist? I think as an actor or as any uh, artistic uh, job that you take, you know, that you decide to put your life in the art, you have to be very realistic. Okay, yes, you can go from today and tomorrow and then be a millionaire because they hire you and this movie become the huge success ever and okay. But that's counting on luck. You have to be smart about it and very uh, organized. I have uh, go to a lot of um, conference from people that is working in the new industry. They all agree in this thing, have many sources of income. Usually when they got it, they start having, you know, I don't know, a production company or a um, camera uh, company or try to do different things or a clothing company like many actresses do, you know, have other sources of income because we are freelance. So once we finish one project, could be one day the next project comes or could be six months and you're going to be just eating your savings. So why not to create more? So be growing in the meantime, you are not acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, thank you very much for your time today. Um, it's been great that hopefully the, the students have learned a little bit more about living in a different country, taking on uh, such a difficult but rewarding career um, as, as an actor. Nothing. I will say um, just follow your heart. Follow what, what, whatever you want to do. Don't be afraid of because what's, what is the worst that can happen? And if you follow what you really love, you're going to be happy. It doesn't matter. And enjoy the process. Don't forget about that. Enjoy the process. Follow your heart and work hard to what you want. Yep. Couldn't have put it better myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks to you, Luke. Thank you to Giselle for her time. And thank you for listening to episode four of the Language Connection podcast. My name is Luke. And if you like what we do here in Language Connection and want to join us, or if you know someone who's looking for English classes, then our WhatsApp number is 78496717. Our Facebook is Language Connection Bolivia. And our Instagram is at Language Connection to find out more about us and what we do. We have classes available from beginner to advanced level for kids, teenagers or adults and registrations for the new year open soon. Until next time, see you soon and have a good week.